doing what? Bowing down to him. So they didn't like him. So they captured him. Some of them wanted to kill him. Instead, they put him in a pit. And then while the oldest brother was gone, they took him out of the pit, gave him to the merchants that bought him, and then the merchants took him down to Egypt. Egypt. That's right. Took him down to Egypt where they sold him. They sold him. And then he worked for Potiphar. And he did such a good job that Potiphar put him in charge, and then Potiphar's wife, right, accused him of awful bad things, and that sent him to jail. And in jail, did he just pout? No. No. What ended up happening in jail? Silence? He's in charge, right? He started being in charge, passing the food out, all of that kind of stuff. He didn't have to sit 
there forever. And then two guys came to jail. Lucas, who were the two guys? The uh, baker and the uh, butler. The butler and the baker. And the butler and the baker had dreams. Right? And the dreams were very much alike. And Joseph told them what those dreams meant. And when Joseph told them what the dreams meant, it came true, didn't it? Mm -hmm. What did Joseph tell them that their dreams meant? Okay, this is the butler's dream. What did Joseph tell him that the dream meant? Ian. Just the just the butler. <laughs> that he would serve the king. That he would serve the king. And when? Three days. After three days. Yeah. And somebody tell me what the baker's dream meant. Melina. He would get out of jail in three days. He would be hanged. The birds would come and eat his flesh. So, that's bad for the baker, that was good for the butler, and Joseph asked the butler, said, hey, Luke? Tell the king that I did not read that. Yeah, tell the king about me. But, this morning, Joseph's still in jail, isn't he? Yes. Two years went by. Two years goes by. The butler forgot him. The butler forgot Joseph, and he's in jail. After two years, what's Joseph doing all those two years? Serving food. Serving. He's not sitting there because he's still in charge. He's serving. You think he's talking to God sometimes? Yes. Yeah, what is it called when we talk to God? Prayer. Pray. That's right. He's talking to God. He's trying to keep his spirits up. God is with him, right? Because Acts, our verse last time, said what? But God was with him and delivered him out of all his afflictions. Right now he's in afflictions, though. Still. But today, in our lesson today, God is going to deliver him out of his afflictions. Do you remember how it happened? Have you heard this story before? Some have heard it before. Well, listen up. Joseph is in jail. He's doing his job. And all of a sudden, the door opens and somebody says, Joseph, the king wants to see you. Is that good or bad? Good. Well, we know it's good because we know the Bible story. But what do you think he thought? Bad. Well, I don't know. Maybe he thought, maybe the butler finally remembered me. Maybe he thought, maybe Potiphar's wife finally got to the king. What is going to happen? But they said, you're to appear before the king, and so you have to shave, you have to get looking all nice and sharp, so that's kind of a better thing, right? Mm -hmm. And he came before the king, and the king in Egypt is called Pharaoh. And the king said, Joseph, I had a dream last night. And none of my wise men, everybody that always can help me make decisions and all of that, none of them can tell me what my dream means. But my butler here says that you can tell what dreams mean. And what do you think Joseph said to him? Yes. He said, well, God is the only one that can tell what dreams mean. But if you tell it to me, I will see if I can tell you what your dream means. And so Pharaoh said, I had this dream. And in my dream, seven 
big, strong, fat cows came out of the river. And they were standing there on the banks of the river and they were eating. They were just like perfect for making the best steaks out of those cows. They were just full and big. And while they were standing there, seven scrawny cows came out of the river. These cows were so skinny, you could see their ribs poking out of their skin. They were just, there was like nothing. But somehow, you know how dreams are, right? Yeah. Everything just doesn't, not exactly what we would see out in the field there. But he said, in my dream, the seven skinny, 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 skinny cows ate the big seven fat cows. But after they ate them, they were not any fatter themselves. They were still just as skinny as they were before. And I woke up. And I went back to sleep. And I'm sleeping. And then I saw seven stalks, uh, uh, one big stalk with seven ears of corn on it. And the ears were plump and big. How many have seen corn? Big, plump corn, full, everything in the ranks, just the way they're supposed to be. And it was sitting there, and then, right next to them, was another stalk with seven blasted with the wind corn. Have you ever seen corn that's just got like one or two on it? I have. Just very few. And you know how dreams are. In my dream, the seven corn that were blasted with the wind and almost nothing, no grain on them, ate the seven full corn. You know how dreams are. They don't make sense, but that's what happened. He says, then I woke up, and it was a dream. And none of my wise men can tell what these dreams mean. But I think two dreams like that, so vivid in my mind, it must mean something. And Joseph said, God is telling you something. God is telling you that there's going to be seven years when all the farms and all the crops in your land bring forth so much food. There'll be so much, there'll be lots of extra food. There'll be tons and tons of food for seven years. And then, after those seven years, there's going to be seven years with no rain. There's going to be nothing that helps uh, crops grow. It's going to be a famine, and the famine is going to be so bad that you won't even remember how good it was when you had seven good years. And the dream is twice because God is giving you the warning that it is going to happen, and it's going to start soon. Mm. And Joseph said, I suggest, king, that you find some wise man full of wisdom and skill in your government. Find some man that can go through the land and collect all the extra food for the next seven years. Collect it, put it in storehouses, so that when the food stops growing, you will have food for your people during the famine. And Pharaoh is thinking about that. He said, that is a good idea. And he started 
talking to his counselors, the ones that didn't know what his dream meant, and said, we should do that. I wonder if there's somebody that is wise enough to be able to figure that out and do that. And then what did he do? He looked at Joseph and he said, you are wise. You knew, the, you knew what my dream meant. I'm going to make you the one that's in charge. And so Joseph became the second most powerful man in the whole country. The king gave him a chariot to ride in with horses, and all of his servants would even bow down to Joseph because he was powerful. Anything that Joseph wanted to have done, he had done. The king said, the only person in the kingdom that is more powerful than you is me. You can do whatever you want. Now, that's being delivered out of your affliction, isn't it? So, let me tell you, God wanted somebody to be able to tell the king what his dream meant. Yet, if Joseph hadn't told the butler what his dream meant, would the butler have been able to tell the king about Joseph? No. If Joseph if the butler hadn't gone to jail, and if Joseph wasn't in jail, would the butler have known that Joseph could tell about dreams? No. So God had Joseph in jail so that he could tell the butler what his dream meant, right? So that then he could tell Pharaoh what his dream meant. Could Joseph have been in jail to hear the butler's dream and tell him what it meant if he was still working in Potiphar's house? No. So that awful bad thing, and it was a bad thing, and this doesn't make it right, but that awful bad thing that Mrs. Potiphar said about Joseph, God worked it out for good, didn't he? Could Joseph have been in Egypt and then put in jail so that he'd hear the butler's dream and tell him what he meant and then tell Pharaoh what the dream was and then save all kinds of people's lives by having enough food for them when there wasn't food if his brothers hadn't sold him into slavery. If, this, if they hadn't taken him down to Egypt, he would never have been there, would he? No. So all those bad things, and they're bad things, and God judged those people for doing those bad things, but all those bad things, for Joseph, God was working them out for good, wasn't he? Yes. He sure was. So, Pharaoh gave Joseph second in command. He gave him a beautiful wife to have as his poor wife. And Joseph and his wife had two children. The first one's name was Manasseh, which we don't understand the Hebrew language, but Manasseh means forget. And what Joseph was saying is, God has made me to forget all the bad things that happened to me. Now he's second in command. He has everything at his disposal, and he has a new baby boy, his firstborn, and he says, God has made it so I can forget all the bad things that happened to me. And then he had another boy, and his name was Ephraim. And, God, and he named him Ephraim because he said, God has made me fruitful. God has allowed me to... Um, 
have many things here in the land of Egypt. And then seven years passed, and in the eighth year, what happened? No more, no more rain. Everybody put their, their crops in the ground, and did anything come up? Not much, if anything. And they were hungry, and they came to the king, and they said, King, we don't have any food. And what did the king say? What did Pharaoh say? Go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. And so the people came to Joseph, and he was able to save their lives by giving them food. Now, God was working out even more than that. And next week we're going to have to see what else he worked out. But I will give you a hint. It wasn't just Egypt that didn't have rain. It wasn't just Egypt that didn't have food. And Joseph's dad and his mom and his sister and his brothers, they didn't have food. So something is going to happen in our story next week. That you might have heard before, but we're going to find out next week what happens to Joseph's brothers. <laughs> Because they don't have any food. Is God judging them? Are they going to die with no food? Uh -huh. You might read your Bible and find out. Or you might come back next week to find out what happens to Joseph's brothers. But what we need to remember is what our verse teaches us. All those bad things that happen. Do bad things happen to you? Sometimes bad things happen to you. Things that, aren't, that don't happen to everybody else. Let's just... Luke said, yes, Luke has had many surgeries on his head, okay? But if Luke loves God, then God's going to use those things to work for a good purpose, okay? And all of us have bad things happen to us, but we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. So we shouldn't complain when we have bad things happen to us. We should just keep living for God so that He can work them out for good in our lives.